Hey guys, how's everything going with everybody? Um, so I just figured I would come on here and just talk. Um, be completely transparent with everybody. You know, that's part of this whole thing is being transparent. Um, you know, I have reached a level of burnout. I don't know how many people can really relate to this, but I've reached a point where I am mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually drained. And it is a really difficult place to be in because, well, just because it is, you're just, you, you're legitimately right now, you can even tell just by the way that I'm talking that, that it's even hard for me to, to put the right words together to really express exactly it how it is that I feel and that's frustrating for me because this this is what I do this is what I feel that I'm here for but I have allowed myself to be completely run to the ground and I know that somebody here can relate to that Imbalanced Podcast Radio is about the one person that needs to hear it most. A lot of the times, you guys, when I get done with these messages, it was me that needed to hear it. So it's... I I had to fight with myself for the longest time, thinking that I was selfish in being able to make my own podcast be beneficial to myself, when in all actuality, it doesn't matter what I do, it matters what God does with it. Now, with that being said, you guys, I have not, I'm, I'm at a point right now where I really, I really want to trust God. I'm really good at telling other people to do the right thing and to, and to pray and give it all up to him. But I'm at a point in my life where I don't know what I'm doing. I am, I'm, I feel like I'm lost and I'm frustrated by the fact that he continuously uses me to bring messages to encourage and uplift everybody else when I feel like I'm on the ground I'm like I'm I'm sitting here like can you just help me like I'm I feel like I'm coming from an empty cup half the time and he just keeps on telling me to be silent you know like We are so good at complaining about everything in our lives. We are so good at pointing the blame, but we're not very good at taking responsibility. And boy, am I ever guilty of that. My whole life, my whole life, I've been guilty of that. I think it's very important to mention to you guys that there there are certain times in people's lives where they go through things and they're doing the best that they can as far as what they think they can do but when we realize that we cannot we cannot go at things in the flesh we we cannot go to god in the flesh i honestly right now this is just coming as i'm saying it so just just bear with me here but like God is not a genie. He's not just, you don't just rub a lamp and then ask him for what happens and then you get what you want and then you're happy for a little bit with what you want. But then you go back and and then you complain about what you could have more of. You can you complain what, what you could 
what, what, what you would want more. Like what, what can you give me, God? What, what else can I put on my wish list that, that you can grant me at this time? And you know what sucks is that most of us just continue to do it, myself included. We get mad at God when things go wrong. Or, you know, during that time when things are just really, really good, we're like, wow, I thank God for this right now. Wow, this is great. Wow, this has got to be God. And then there's other times in the interim. You know, the times that are just kind of like a plateau, kind of just dull. And then there's times within that that are like, like you're you're just hanging on the edge of of either either joy or despair and and you want to do everything in your power to to get where you need to be but that's the problem is that we're trying to do everything in our power and it's out of our hands but we won't allow it to go out of our hands we are all kings and we're all queens and we're supposed to cast our crowns to the king of kings but we would much rather just just marinate in ourselves we would much rather just be about ourselves about about what we want about what our happiness is and and just forget about what anybody else says forget about even what god says most of the time like this is what i want god don't you want me to be happy this is what i want what is it that I can do? What, what, what is it that I can do so that you'll give me what I want? These are the desires of my heart. And then we go and we put things into scripture. And if you're a Christian or claim to be a Christian, you've done this before. Don't lie to yourself. You have used the word of God to justify what it is that you wanted so very badly. And I've done this time and time again. I still do it. And I'm convicted of that. And you know what? I'm very grateful for the conviction because there's certain times in our lives where we where we lose that conviction. And that that those are times that we feel like we're so far gone. We feel like we have to fix ourselves up to go back to Christ when in all actuality, he's standing right there the whole time. And then insert your name here, my son, my daughter. I'm right here. I'm right here. But we would much rather go on with our own lives and our own thoughts and our and our own ideals and, and we want to fight against what God wants when in all actuality, we're just called to trust. We're called to trust and we can't even do that. That's the one thing that we're required to do is trust and we can't even successfully trust God. I'm saying this because I'm guilty of this. If I trusted God fully then I would not be where I'm at right now. I would be in a different place. However, he knew that I wasn't going to trust him. He knew that I was going to backslide. He knew exactly what was going to happen and he let it happen because he is God. That is what makes God all loving and all consuming is the fact that he gives us free will. And if free will isn't the biggest 
form of love besides him sacrificing his love, then you need to wake up and, and realize what is actually going on in your life. He allows us to mess up because when we mess up, when we backslide, when we go back to that point, that's where he uses us where we're at. You know, I had I had that uh, that podcast episode and then the most recent coffee talk with my son, Emerson, recently, and we just reviewed meeting him where he's at. And that was huge. Meeting your kids where they're at is huge, but you need to understand that the way that we learn that is from our father. Seriously, he meets us where we're at all the time. And I'm, this is literally just being revealed to me as I'm saying it. Like every time you mess up and you think that you're so far gone, he's using you in that moment because he knew you were going to backslide. He knew the person or people that he was going to have you encounter so that you could be in that position so that you would say the exact verbiage so that you would plant the exact seed that would then be watered by someone else. And then whatever that person was meant for will come to fruition. But notice that he doesn't just meet you where you're at. He will meet others where they're at as well. So if you backslid to a point where you had to be there to talk to that one person or the people to put them to put to to plant that seed, to plant that seed so that it could grow to come to fruition to what he needs them to be doing for their life, realize that they're going to backslide too. They're going to be ministering to somebody else at some point as well. And understand you guys, understand in this moment in this very second that I am not someone to look up to. I am not the person that you should be praising for these things. I am not anything other than the mouthpiece, and I cannot take any credit for this. The only thing I can take credit for within this is the fact that I hit record and I say what he wants me to say. He uses me in these moments where I am completely burnt out. That's what I started this episode with is that I am burnt out. I'm being honest with you guys. I'm tired mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I am drained. But then out of that, out of that, out of that, him just being like, all right, you're sitting where you're sitting, pull over, hit record. That That's where this came from. And that can be nothing more than God. I am not going to sit here and tell you guys something out of my own self j- just to say something, just to turn on a recorder, just to be seen. Because that is what I tried to do my whole life and it has gotten me nowhere. You know, if you fight your whole life to be seen and you don't realize that he has always seen you, he saw you before you were even you in the womb. He knew the amount of hairs that would be on your head and he loved you at that time. And God is the only one that will love you in that way. He's the only one that will love me in that way. And I denounce him with my actions almost every day. And that is sad. That is sad to admit, but is something that I have to admit because if I don't come on these episodes and I'm not honest about where I'm at in my life, then I do not deserve to be the mouthpiece. 
I feel like I don't deserve it all the time to begin with. I, I get so frustrated as to why he's still using me when I'm in a place where I feel like I'm just constantly backsliding and, and, and I'm in the sand and I'm sinking and I'm trying to grab for whatever there is to pull myself out when his hand is right above me. His hand is right above me and he's saying, trust me, but I'm still, we are all still in that sand. We're sinking in the sand and we're grabbing for whatever vegetation or root or whatever is around it when he is fully capable of pulling us out. But we won't look at that because trusting in God means killing our flesh and our flesh hates God and our flesh is louder than God and we are in a generation where we are so loud and we're so consumed with everything going on that we don't take the time to be still we don't take this time to be silent because why would we everybody's yelling about everything over here and over there and you want to have your opinion and you want to stick it to somebody and I want and I want to make sure that I win that argument and everything but in all actuality what we really need to do is trust and the only way to fully trust is if we're still enough to listen I'm not talking about just hearing. Hearing is great. You can hear somebody in a conversation, but are you processing that information? Are you being there for that person? And my answer to you and your answer to yourself is absolutely not. How many times have you been in a conversation and sat there and you heard that person, but you didn't really listen because you didn't invest yourself into that person at that time? I said on my last live that we are put here for a reason. The reason is relationship. The first relationship we should have with Christ, okay? The first relationship we should have should teach us to be lights and should teach us to be mouthpieces and should teach us to walk around the cities seven times and then blow that trumpet and watch those walls come down so that Christ can have the victory. So are you walking around the walls of your flesh and yelling and blowing that trumpet and believing and trusting that God will break down those walls and take you where you need to be? Or are you complacent in where you are? Myself, me, personally, complacent. I do not fully trust God. I don't know why. I'm sure if I was silent enough and still enough to, to take my own advice that, uh, that he would be able to reveal some things to me. But I am nothing more than the mouthpiece. And in order to be the mouthpiece, I have to be still. I literally just got off the phone with somebody and as soon as I got off the phone, I heard the words record and I know what that means. So I went to the app, I opened it up. There hasn't been an episode in a while. So I'm just like, okay, what do you want me to say? Well, here you are. Here we are together. And wherever two or more are gathered, he is here. And we got to be grateful for that. But we have to understand that trust goes beyond our flesh. If you trust God and you trust your flesh, you're not trusting God fully. I'm saying this because I'm guilty of it, okay? I will never come on a podcast episode or a live or anything in between that he has me doing right now 
and tell you guys anything that is even close to something that I have not been through or am going through directly. Because how how could I get on one of these episodes and talk to you just to talk? What sense would that make? I mean, I could start off and be like, hey guys, welcome to Imbalance Podcast Radio. I'm here to encourage you, encourage you, encourage you. But what you don't see is that I'm falling apart. And within this brokenness, he uses me. And I am so frustrated by that. Have you ever gotten to a point in your life, you guys, where you would just tell God to leave you alone? And do you understand because of his love, he stays right behind you regardless? Okay, my son. Okay, my daughter. I'll give you your space because I know you're going to come back. I know where your heart is because I made that heart. I know who you are. We don't even know who we are, you guys. We have no clue who we are anymore. We put our identity in so many different things and absolutely none of them hold any authority. Nothing. None of them hold any ground. I am so incredibly convicted of so many things. I am so incredibly frustrated at God right now as a whole. I ask him why I am the way I am almost every single day. If I don't verbalize it, it is in my head. And in these things, this is this is when and I'm not giving Satan the credit, so don't put it don't don't quote me on that to that extent. I'm saying the times where we where we allow ourselves to be so loud are the times when when Satan can slip in. And make no mistake, much like Job, Satan has to have permission to come at God's children. You do understand that, right? You do understand that Satan went directly to God and it was God that mentioned Job. Why don't, why, hey, why don't you, Satan didn't even have a Job on his mind and God was like, okay, why don't you test out my servant Job? And he was like, I'm going to do it and he will curse your name. But he didn't. How many of you listening right now, if you had everything taken from you, not talking about materialistic things, I'm talking about life, your children, your parents, everything taken from you. You are on the street. You have nothing. You don't have a dime to your name. You have no food in your stomach. If you had everything taken from you, would you curse God? Or would you trust him that he would provide? Because in the Bible, it literally says that the birds don't worry about where they're going to eat. So how do the birds, how do the birds in the air that we see all the time have more trust in God than we do? Do you think that they don't deal with adversities? I honestly think that God made everything with a conscious mind. I believe that every single thing, not just every person, but every single thing created will bow. All knees will bow. All tongues will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So we are so worried about provision, 
So many people have so much stock in money, but what is money? What, what is it? What, what is so important about paper? What value is in that? Does it pay our bills? Yeah, okay, it does. But is it worth killing yourself with so many hours that you put into any given company just so you can have money? Like, is is it you need to take care of your responsibilities, like with your with your bills and everything, and and your and your kids, and you want to be sure that they're fed and everything because God gives you the opportunity to for provision. He will not just cash. He will not just give you a check. So we need to be grateful in all things, which is where the attitude of gratitude comes in. But we also need to realize that at any given moment, that everything could be taken from us. And he has every right to do so. So in that time, where would you be at? So if you are willing to trust God right now when you have so much, and so many of you, so many of you have much more than than you even realize. We, We get so caught up in the things of life that we don't realize where our blessings actually lie. Our blessings do not lie in materials. Our blessings lie in relationship. And the first and most important relationship is that of God. And the only thing that he wants from us is our trust. And we can't even give him that fully. Now, how sad is that? How sad is it that we don't trust how sad is it that in the bible it says if you have faith the size of a mustard seed google it right now if you have your phone or your computer google the size of a mustard seed that is tiny that is such a little amount of faith with faith the size of a mustard seed with faith sorry this is why it's unscripted guys with faith the size of a mustard seed we can move mountains now, I was just in Colorado literally yesterday. I've seen the mountains. They're huge. So with faith the size of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. None of us have that faith. None of us. Not your favorite pastor. Not the person that you think is more filled with God than anybody else. None of us have the faith of a mustard seed right now. I know no one person that can say that, yes, I trust so much so that if I took the authority that I was given from the beginning and told that mountain to move, that it would do so because of his authority through me. It is not of yourselves. That's what we need to keep on. We need to keep on remembering that of yourself is of your flesh and your flesh has nothing good in it our flesh is so deceitful and it absolutely hates god so that's why we have to continuously renew ourselves and try to walk in that spirit man and try try to nurture that spirit okay because the old has gone the new has come you are a new creation 
But what you need to realize, and this is this is actually st- stemming from a live that uh, my brother Buck Hogel in in Conroe, Texas, he he had a live the other day, and he made a very good point. He said he said you guys that you can love Jesus and mess up. You can love Jesus and mess up, but it's that repentive heart. It's it's the ability to put yourself in front of him and just communicate with him in every single way. If you're mad at God, tell him. If you're sad about something, tell him. He already knows he's looking for the communication. That is it. The communication... How many of you are in a relationship now or have been in relationships or friendships or whatever where you have good communication? There's that, there's always, at somewhat, there's always going to be a communication barrier because you're never going to agree on absolutely everything with friends, family, relationship, whatever. But communication as a whole, when you have a strong communication, it takes a certain level of trust to get to that point. And if we communicate with God, the same thing, we can continuously build that trust. We can continuously nurture that spirit man and we can be who God needs us to be. It blows my mind the message that is coming through me right now because I had absolutely no intention of doing an episode today. Nothing. No intention whatsoever. I was actually literally like just in my mind, like talking to God, just like, what, what am I supposed to do now? I was so frustrated. And then all of a sudden I pull over at a rest stop here and, and he says, record. And here we are. I'm recording season two, episode three. This is in balanced podcast radio in balanced means off kilter. I originally started this with the intention in mind to help people that deal with anxieties and depressions and suicidal ideations, but this was never mine to begin with. So if you're dealing with something right now within those realms of depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation, or, or you're enveloped in, in a, a darkness or in a thought process, just, just give that to God as best you can. But trusting even in God doesn't happen overnight. It is a conscious decision and a conscious effort to let go. But it's so hard for us to let go because we want to be in control. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go into something else real quick right here. It, it, does, it does go along with everything going on here, you guys. Okay, so I went to Colorado with a co-worker yesterday, right? I was fine. Everything was good. I have a little bit of a motion sickness problem, so I, I figured that there was going to be an issue on the plane. I didn't have any issues on the plane. I was really grateful for that. We went and got a rental car. It was awesome. We went out to Pikes Peak, went up to the top. You know, we we saw all this beauty, all of God's creation. But then after we were done, we we started to make our way back down Pikes Peak, back down that mountain, and I got violently ill from motion sickness because you're taking hairpin turns and the elevation and the oxygen level, everything was just everything worked together, but I guess I really didn't put it into perspective that I told my coworker, I'm like, I'm not a very good passenger 
I have to be in control of the wheel in order for me not to get sick. I have to be in control of the situation in order for me to feel okay. I have to be the one that's behind the wheel. Otherwise, I can't function. Otherwise, the whole thing is wrecked. The whole trip is wrecked. And I feel like God is telling me right now that that is why. You're so sick because you're so full of yourself. You're so full of your flesh. You want everything that you want that you won't let me take the wheel, AJ. Because you don't trust me enough not to throw us over this cliff. You don't trust me enough to be on the pedal ever so slightly so that you don't get ill. You don't trust me enough to control the vehicle. You want to control everything because you think that I can't handle it. When in all actuality, he does and he can. Wow. continuously shows me these things I don't even feel like I'm deserving of these messages but he keeps on using me and I have to be grateful in that and I am and I hope that somewhere within within this episode within within this message that that it reached the person that needed to hear it most if that is you thank you so much for for tuning in Thank you so much for being open to to what is being said. And I hope that this is beneficial to multiple people, but it's not about multiple people. It's about the one that needs to hear it most. He left the 99 to go get the one. The one that needs to hear it most is what this ministry is all about. Sometimes that's you. A lot of times it's me. You guys, I I am completely blown away by how things work in, in this life and how and how he continuously he continuously uses us at, at what we seemingly are in a low headspace or we seemingly are in a frustrated place or we seemingly are in in a place where we feel like we're sinking but let me let me reiterate the fact from earlier when we are sinking in the sand and we are grabbing for everything around us because we see roots but we have God right above us with his hand out knowing fully that he can take care of it but we would rather just grasp at everything else because if we grasp if we hold if we reach out if we take God's hand that means we have to sacrifice what we want That means we have to put away our own fleshly wants and go forward in what he needs us to do. In what he made us to do. So that that means that we can no longer be at the steering wheel. We can no longer control the vehicle. We have to sit back and allow him to drive. We have to stop focusing on everything around us in life that is making us drown and making us sick and realize that he's got it. God is behind the wheel. He's got it. He's not intentionally going to take a turn at 50 
60 miles an hour to make us sick. He is going to control the vehicle. He is going to control our lives if we let him do it. If we trust him enough to do it. So my question is to you, do you trust? Or have you been so much in your head? Have things been so loud that you haven't taken time to be still? That you haven't went out even just, just, just go outside right now. Go outside if you're anywhere near any trees or, or any kind of vegetation or just go out into the fresh air and just stop. Just close your eyes and just listen. Just be still. And simply ask him, okay, what is it that you need me to do? Why is it that I am here right now? He'll answer the questions if you're silent enough to listen to the answer. You guys, this is season two, episode three in Balance Podcast Radio. My name is AJ Carlson. I want to thank every single one of you for tuning in. I love you. God bless.